welcome to the Church of the Redeemers weekly podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank God for being here on this Christmas morning, worshiping with you in your home, work, wherever you may be. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And actually, the title for this message is just that, Merry Christmas. You heard it read by the ministers this morning, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 40. And that story is a reminder for us of the reason why we celebrate today. Every year, we celebrate Christmas. Saints and sinners alike, believers and non-believers, all come together, together to celebrate Christmas. Celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. In fact, this religious experience, this religious commemoration has actually become a national holiday. Our nation celebrates, again, believers and non-believers, saints and sinners, anyone and everyone that feels like it's appropriate for them to say Merry Christmas, walking around these streets, going to a Walmart, trying to find a small business, and even shopping on Cyber Monday to find a gift for someone to make them feel special on Jesus' day of birth. Some say we're celebrating Jesus' birthday on Christmas. Some people would argue it's not. Some say we're celebrating the greatest gift ever given to humankind. Some say we're just celebrating love of family and friends as we come together to understand that for them, the meaning of Christmas is being with the one that you love. Some say we commemorate this time as a time where we give gifts to other people that we've realized throughout the year that they needed, but we couldn't maybe afford it sooner. Or we wouldn't give it to them sooner. So we saved little bit by little bit to make sure our love and care was shown at a special time of year. It's Christmas, the one holiday with many meanings. One day but many expressions. The one thing that's common throughout all of these expressions and meanings is this. Gifts are given and love is communicated. Even if it's just a gift of time or a special thought because you can't afford anything else. You just don't want someone to feel unnoticed in the moment. Christmas is a day and a time of year that we give gifts to others. For the last four weeks, we have been celebrating Advent. So all around the world, Christians all around the world have been celebrating this season of Advent. Advent, a time of preparation where we come together and are reminded of what it feels or felt like for the whole entire world to be preparing for a gift from God. Hallelujah. The whole entire world was anticipating a gift from God, a gift 
that they had been hoping for, but they didn't think they were ever going to get. A gift that they had already had peace about not receiving because they didn't really trust that what they wanted could actually be theirs. A gift, a gift that gave heaven and earth so much joy when it was received that even the angels shouted, I wish I had a church. I'm trying to tell I feel like preaching a little bit. I didn't before, but I do now. A gift that stirred each heart to a new level of love for God and God's people. Hope. It's hope, a feeling of expectation and desire for certain things to come. That's what we celebrate. Peace. A total and complete wholeness and togetherness brought on by restoration of a broken situation. Joy. A feeling of great pleasure and happiness, and love, an intense feeling of deep appreciation, hope, peace, joy, and love. But one thing is common throughout all of these expressions and meanings, and that is this. Gifts are given, and love is communicated. I remember when I was growing up, money was pretty tight around our house. And we didn't often celebrate Christmas with gifts shared between one and another. But my mom would do her very best to do something special for each and every one of us, my siblings and I. Some of us like to eat. (laughs) So she would make something special for us, even if it was a favorite meal or dessert. Sometimes we'd go to our Nana's house over around 52nd and Spruce. And we'd be surprised when we got there because she had made Christmas for us. Sometimes our uncles would come back and make the day special when they came home from deployment with gifts from Korea or wherever they were. There was one Christmas when I was eight years old that I remember so very well. None of us were really anticipating much for Christmas that year. We knew there wasn't much extra money and we had a track record for small celebrations where we lived. So we woke up that morning and gave the normal kisses and hugs, and we went and we made some instant oatmeal. <laughs> and when it, was, when it was time for sharing of gifts, we shared the homemade gifts that we made in elementary school. Y'all know those gifts? Yeah, those homemade gifts that you made in school that everybody had to make something for, even if you didn't want to give somebody something. But we shared those gifts with each other. It was nice. And we started to transition after that. We started to transition to whatever was next. And in our house, that was a football game. But my mom said, wait, hold on, hold on. Before you go, let's go outside and see if it's snowing. That was odd because it was a warm Christmas day, an unusually warm Christmas day. And we could see the windows. We were in the living room and there was a patio door. So I didn't have to go outside to see if it was snowing or not. I could look and see that it wasn't snowing. But she insisted, come on, let's go see if it's snowing outside. So we went. And when we got to the front door, there was a bike for every one of us. We went crazy. (laughs) I didn't know how much hope I was holding in my little eight-year-old heart for something that I didn't know I was ever going to receive. I didn't know that I already had peace in realizing that I would never get my heart's desire. And it was okay, (laughs) because I knew my mom was doing the best she could for us. 
I didn't know that I could feel so much joy from getting something that I never expected I would receive. And I didn't know the love that would be renewed in my heart for the woman that had tried so hard all year long to see her baby smile. (laughs) This experience reminded me of a season in my life where God was teaching me at eight years old how to prepare for his glory. Eight years old, God was teaching me how to prepare for glory I had never experienced before. But the one thing, the common thing throughout all of these expressions of hope, joy, peace, love, was that gifts were given and love was communicated. In our text, we see these feelings are felt from every angle. Look at it. Open it up. Luke chapter 2. Look at it. The angels, when they made the announcement that Jesus was about to be born, in verse 10, they did so with joy. It reads, and the angel said to them, angel Gabriel, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Joy was communicated on that day. And the wise men, another perspective, the wise men received the announcement. And when they received the announcement, they ran and told it to whoever would listen. They ran with hope to find what the angels had shared. And it read, look in verse 10. And the angel said in verse 10, fear not, I bring you good tidings of great joy. And then Mary, the mother of Jesus, received these words with the blessed peace of reassurance that the world, the word that was already received by her before this baby was ever conceived in her womb by Holy Spirit, the word that became flesh and now dwelt among us, she had peace and reassurance that the word she received years ago was here in the flesh for her right now. Luke chapter 2 verse 19, it says, And Mary treasured up, All these things in her heart, pondering them in her heart. And then there are the prophets, Simeon and Anna. When they saw Jesus, they returned to a posture of love of God because the promise that God made to each of them, different promises on different days, they were made manifest as soon as they saw Jesus. The promised child, hallelujah. Hope, peace, joy, and love, all celebrated by the announcement and the appearance of the one whose name is Jesus. But the one thing that's common, hallelujah, throughout all of these expressions and meanings, all of these experiences that happened, all of these perspectives that everybody saw was that a gift was given and love, hallelujah, hallelujah, was communicated. I know some of y'all may be anticipating or already enjoying your presence from under the tree, and that's a blessing, hallelujah. I know that some of you don't have much hope 
for the day that you're living out right now. And that's okay too, because you're missing somebody that you feel should be here with you right now. That's okay. You're missing someone that you feel should be here. You think that the day should be different and your hope has, hallelujah, slow down. Your hope has been lost because you've experienced some pain this year. That's okay. Some of us have lost our joy and some of us have fallen out of love with God because we've been waiting so long to receive what we hoped for. But I guarantee you by the presence and the power of Almighty God, if Simeon could wait 70 years for the promise, and if Anna could wait 84 years for what she believed to see, which was the goodness of the Lord, while she was still in the land of the living, if Mary, the baby boy's mama, could risk it all, hallelujah, she could risk her life. And if the angels could bring a message that was hard for the people of God to receive. And if the wise men could follow a star because their hope was restored simply at the appearance of an angel. Then I guarantee by the grace of God, we as God's people this day who know already the end of the story. Hallelujah. We know the end of the story. We can be reminded this day that no matter what comes our way, there was a gift given to us. And it communicated love and hallelujah and compassion. No matter who's here, no matter who's not, no matter what we get, no matter what we give, regardless of the whens, the wheres, the whys, or the hows, I have come as a prophet to the people of God to say this Christmas will be a very special Christmas. It's going to be special for you, and it's going to be special for me. Why? Because hope is restored, and peace is received, because joy has been revived, and because of all that, my love for God and God's people has been renewed. I might have been looking to come to church, but what I didn't know was I actually needed an experience with the master. I might have been looking to be in the room with my new outfit on, but what I really needed was an experience with Jesus. Jesus came to Mary, not with special clothes on, but in the middle of the night before she could brush her teeth. The Holy Ghost, of, hallelujah, slow down. The Holy Ghost appeared to this woman. The wise men, Jesus came, the angel came to the wise men and he told them that a message was here for them. The promised one of God was here available to them and they received the message with joy. Hallelujah. It was only the grace of God that gave us the peace that we needed to walk out this life full of patience. This Christmas, because we have hope, because we have peace, because we have joy, and because we have allowed the love of Christ to be restored in our hearts today, I don't care what you're thinking or what you're feeling, it's not that bad. This Christmas already is a very special Christmas for each and every one of us. Believe it and receive it today in Jesus' name. Amen. I know some of our hearts are heavy. Some of us are upset. Some of us are disappointed. Some of us are mad, angry, sad, and scared. 
But I declare that you will have hope today. You will have peace. You will have joy. And you will have love. Why? Because Jesus came. And if there is any gift that is to be received on this day, I'm glad for your little TV. Glad for your new bike. Glad for your new car. Glad for the food that you smell wafting through your house today. You can receive all that and miss Jesus. The Bible says, what does it profit a man to gain this whole wide world and lose his own soul? This Christmas is going to be a very special Christmas for you and for me. The doors of the church are open. I don't know what better thing to offer if you deacons, if you would come up here where the cameras are, I'd be grateful. I don't know what better gift to offer than anyone worshiping with us virtually this morning and to offer you Jesus. He's the peace that surpasses all understanding. He's the joy of the whole earth. He's the restorer and the redeemer of our minds. He's the keeper of our hearts. And he is the lover of my soul. In him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. And I feel like there are some of you that have been living and moving and having your being in your own mind and with your own strength. And that's okay, because God gave us strength. But I would love for this Christmas to be so special for you that you remember it for the rest of your life. If there's anyone that's worshiping with us virtually that's never received Jesus as your personal Savior, I offer you the greatest gift of all, a relationship with the one who came to die for you. Never accepted Jesus Christ. Now is your time and today is your day. Just say it's me or put thumbs up or your thumbs up emoji in the, um, the comments and we will go back and we'll look for that and we'll respond to you and make sure you don't walk this walk of faith alone. If there's somebody that's walked away from God and you've allowed church hurt or church experiences to impact your love relationship with the master, come back home. Receive the gift of God's love for you today. Allow for Christ to renew your joy and to restore your peace so that love can be yours again. And if there's anybody that needs a church home, Redeemer is a great place to call home. If any one of those reasons are yours and you need to respond today, put a thumbs up in or say it's me. And someone will absolutely, positively, without a shadow of a doubt, respond to your comment and make sure we follow up with you. Because this Christmas is going to be a very special Christmas for you and for me. We offer Christ to you, oh my brother, oh yeah. Offer Christ to you, oh my sister. Oh, he 
will give you brand new life. Oh yes, new life abundantly. Oh, come, come on to Christ. Amen. Praise our God. I just want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. I thank you for worshiping with us this year in this virtual setting. I pray that the rest of your day will be a blessed day and that all the things that you do from this moment on will express the love of the gift that was given and that you have received. God bless you and Merry Christmas.